0: Welcome back guys to another episode on Beyond the Bikini Radio. In this episode I cover something that I feel like so many women struggle with and that is under eating. But in particular I'm covering five reasons why under eating isn't good for you and is possibly holding you back from your goal body. I will say that in this podcast episode I was doing a dual live at the same time and I am a little scattered at the end of the episode which I'm sure that you guys will kind of find when I got a little bit stuck. I probably should have up to my coffee today. But I hope you guys enjoy this and stay tuned. So a couple of reasons why you might not be gaining muscle is going to vary person to person. I find so many women have been spending a majority of their time under eating and majority of their time in their adult life. Um, Most women are starting a diet in high school and they just want to lose a couple pounds, but then they realize they've been cycling the same 1500 1800 maybe 1200 calories and they're only eating 2000 calories a handful of times and they aren't being consistent with that and maybe your goal is to build muscle maybe your goal is to get stronger i hate to break it to you but by under eating you're never going to attain that goal because of these couple reasons. So we're going to go over the five main reasons why you're unable to attain your goal body with under eating. So number one is just going to be a slower metabolism. When you are dieting, your body's main goal is survival. So it will slow everything down. It will slow down things like your digestion, your hair growth, your nail growth, your menstrual cycle can be thrown off. You might notice that your hunger cues are off where you're not hungry during the day. Um, You might notice that your energy is super low. Everything is being slowed down. And also the amount of calories that your body requires in a day is going to lower. So that's called your BMR, your basal metabolic rate. That's how many calories you burn at a sedentary state doing nothing. It's basically what your brain requires and your lungs require. But this can lower. And again, if your body senses stress from doing high amounts of cardio and low calorie dieting, your body can't tell the difference between you wanting to diet and this being an actual famine and you being in a dangerous state. So your body is thinking, oh, I need to be smart. I need to reserve all my energy stores and fat tissue is energy. And it will be really hard for the body to let go of that. Okay. Your BMR, and I've seen this you can maintain your weight on, and I'm not telling you to do this, but I've seen women maintain their weight on a thousand calories per day and they can't lose weight and they're doing cardio multiple times a week and maybe they're resistance training too, and they aren't changing at all. And that's because their metabolism has completely shut down. And the only way that they can boost that metabolism is through a reverse diet and focusing on building up their calories slowly. Okay. So a slow metabolism is not going to be a functional metabolism when it comes to having your ideal body. We live in a world to where food is plentiful. And if you can have your goal body and eat more food, then that's a great thing. Um, that's going to fit more modernized times. And you can do that again through a reverse diet. I would recommend that you as a female, you rever- reverse diet. Whoa, I can't talk today to upwards of 1,800, even 2,000 calories a day, and even around 2,500 calories. Again, every body's body is going to be different to where that level is going to be. Um, But let's move on to if your goal is building muscle. So if you want to build muscle, it's really hard to do that when you're not consuming enough calories. So look at it like a bank, okay? You have your calories for the day. Let's say you're eating 1,200 calories, and you can spend it on functions in the body, okay? Of course, you need to spend it on your heart. You need to spend it on your brain. You need to spend it on your lungs. You need to spend it on all of those, okay? So that's almost like your required bills, all right? Those have to be paid or else you're not going to live a very happy life, okay? But if your goal is to build muscle, you're going to gonna need more money in the bank, Okay. And by money, I'm talking about calories. So for the body to build that muscle, it's thinking, okay, well, you don't have any extra money. You've already spent it on my brain and my heart um, and my lungs and all of my other vital organs. You don't have any other money left. You can't build muscle. I don't have any money to build anything for you. So with added calories, you're able to build that muscle tissue because it is expensive, okay? The body doesn't want to build muscle. The body doesn't want to change. But it can change if it feels like it's in a safe environment and a nourished environment. And the only way it can feel that way is through eating enough food. So if you have, let's say, 2,000 calories a day, then you can feed your brain, you can feed your heart, you can feed all of your other vital organs, and then you can feed other things like your hair, and your skin, and your nails. You'll notice that those are going to improve. You're going to notice that maybe you are more focused and that your brain is working very quickly. You might also notice muscle gain. If you're following a resistance training program and you are being consistent with that, you're going to see some muscle gain happening, which is awesome. So again, you need to be consuming enough calories for that to happen. I see so many women get burnt out by wanting to build muscle and having this Toned look, and yet they aren't eating enough. Okay. If you're not eating enough, the body isn't going to change. The body is just basically going to shut down and give you no response at all. Okay. Another result of undereating is poor, I, sh- I should say a result of yeah, results of under eating is going to be poor performance. So you're not going to be able to push yourself and train with intensity. If you aren't eating enough food and this is going to be very psychological and based off of your own perceived exertion. But if you're only eating and I have this from experience when I was only eating 1400 calories a day and trying to do a four hour long gymnastics practice, I was a horrible athlete, horrible, But when I started to eat more food, I started to get stronger. My skills started to progress. I was, again, more focused and sharp in the gym. And that's going to happen to you, okay? Instead of feeling like you are just flowing through the workouts, not really giving it 100% effort, you're just kind of, again, going through the motions, it's probably because you're under eating. So you need to focus on, again, increasing that intake that's going to help you increase that intensity and have better performance in the gym, which is going to result in more results of your body. Um, More muscle mass, you're going to, again, have better mile times. If you are an endurance-based athlete, you'll be able to perform better and have more endurance. And again, it's just going to be a compounding bonus effect of positive things to happen when you're eating more. What is another result of eating super low calorie? It's going to be high cortisol, okay? How does high cortisol look in the body? It looks like bloating, it looks like inflammation, and it looks like chronic fatigue, and it also looks like mood swings, okay? I'm sure some of you relate to undereating and having some mood swings where you snap at someone, or you have very short patience, or you just feel super sore for days on end after your workouts. This can be a sign that your body isn't recovering properly because it's at a high stress state. Another thing that happens at a super high stress state is a compromised immune system. So, you might notice that you might have a light cough or a little bit of a cold, and you're getting sick at like weird times. Maybe it's summertime and you're getting like a cold. That's not normal. Okay. And getting sick is a sign that you're under eating and can be a result of that high stress. Again, Stress in your life can be physical or mental stress. I'm sure a lot of people feel stressed right now with everything going on with COVID-19. And you might notice that you want to sleep more or you feel inflamed or your body doesn't look as sharp. And that can be the result of stress. But stress can also happen to your body through high-intensity training. So training every single day, never giving yourself a day off. Undereating that is going to again compound up to high stress and results in your body in not changing. And it will change, but it's not going to change for the better. It's going to change for all those like negative things I mentioned, like the bloating, inflammation, fatigue. Now, the other thing that can happen is a hormonal imbalance and even a loss of a menstrual cycle if you're under eating. So again, your body is speaking to you. It's telling you something is wrong. And Your menstrual cycle is a required health marker for you okay? as a female, not males out there. But as a female, that is a health marker. And if you are losing your period, that's a sign that there's a hormonal imbalance going on because that is connected to your brain. Your brain signals your menstrual cycle. So the reason why this is happening, again, is because of that high stress state and you need to lower stress. So you guys are probably listening to this episode thinking, how do I get my cycle back? How do I lower my stress? How do I increase my performance? How do I start to see muscle mass on my body? I would recommend if you're out of state, and this is if you've been dieting for a while, and a while is going to be more than three months, and the longer that you've been doing this this super low calorie dieting and this super high cardio output, the more time you're going to have to spend in recovering it, Okay. This sounds like tough love right now, but you've been damaging your body, okay, damaging it through dieting. And not to say dieting is bad, it's not bad by any means, but dieting for a chronic period of time can be detrimental if you are going about it in an extreme way. So, how do we fix this? You have to repair it through a reverse diet. And you can do this slowly or quickly, depending on what your preferences are. If you are feeling super low energy all the time, if you're dealing with the mood swings, if you really want to get your period back quickly, I would say go about your reverse diet in a faster manner. So that's going to look like adding anywhere between 100 to even 200 calories a week and understand that you could possibly gain some weight. I will say in my experience working with my clients, I've only seen a handful of them gain weight, but those are also the women who were underweight. Okay, so if You are underweight, I would say that you're probably going to gain just a few pounds of healthy weight. If you're someone who's at a healthy body weight already, which you do see this, you see someone at a healthy body weight, yet they're only eating a thousand calories a day and doing like hours of cardio a week. Um, If you're at a healthy body weight, I tend to see a drop in weight. And I do believe that that's correlated to that inflammation and stress and bloating that they're holding due to that crazy amount of training. And then the last thing is if you're overweight and you're in the situation of not seeing your body change, you've been spending years in a dieting phase and, um, all this over exercising, you're probably going to see some weight loss happening too. Okay. The other thing with a reverse diet is going to be tracking your intake. Okay. You can't eyeball this. It's so hard to eyeball what's realistic. And some of you listening to this might be thinking, Oh, I think this is me. I think this is me. First off, just track your intake, okay? Get an idea of where your overall calories are. Um, Use an app like MyFitnessPal, start tracking. And if you're like, oh, this is me, and then you realize you're eating, you know, 2200 calories a day, then this probably isn't you. You're just not being consistent and you're not mindful of where your intake is. But let's say you are tracking every single day and you're like, no, Nicole, like, I'm only eating 1100 calories a day then you can really focus on increasing that intake slowly. Okay. Um, I would say too, with your weight, it's not going to be the indicator, like the end all be all, if you're making progress, what you really need to focus on right now is your performance in the gym, your performance in life, your motivation to train, and focus on all these other markers. You can start setting goals in the gym of how many push-ups can I do? How many pull-ups can I do? Where's my shoulder press? How am I sleeping? How is my skin looking? How is my hair looking? Um, am I you know, in a good mood all day? Is my energy balanced all day? Do I feel like I don't need to take naps anymore? These are all big wins to be celebrated. And also just, am I enjoying food? Am I able to have more flexibility with my nutrition? Am I not feeling so food focused? Okay. These are all wins that you can celebrate during this reverse dieting process. And, you know, this is a intimidating process, but again, you have to give yourself some tough love. If you've been spending a lot of time dieting you need to spend time giving your body some grace and repairing that and recovering it. And it's going to take time. So a lot of you too are probably listening to this thinking, well, how long is it going to take? Is it going to take, you know, a month? Is it going to take a week? Is it going to take years? It more so depends on how long you've been doing this. So let's say, for example, I'm going to use myself because that's easy. I did a seven-month extreme diet to get ready for a bikini competition, okay? Seven months is a long time, super precise, tracking my nutrition every single day, Um, not going out to eat. Again, 100% on point, hitting all my workouts, okay? Now, I am still recovering after that diet. I feel that I'm recovering because I still don't feel 100% myself. I still feel like my body is trying to Figure out what it's doing. Okay. And guys, you don't know how bad you feel until you start feeling good again. And the only thing that's going to help you feel good is by not dieting. But I will say a couple feedback markers that I've gotten was I got my period back. I noticed that my hair was a lot healthier Um, towards the end of my diet because it was so extreme with, you know, bikini prep. My hair was not healthy okay, and I talked about this a handful of times, it was not strong and it was kind of falling out. And that is, again, a result of high stress. Um, I had all those correlations in my head thinking, this isn't normal, this isn't healthy. And that's when I decided to stop my prep and start reversing and recovering out of it. So my hair is super healthy now. My nails are growing super fast. Um, My brain is on point. My voice is even louder. I naturally move more when I talk. I just have more energy throughout the day. I don't need to drink 12 cups of coffee to get me through my day. So, again, these are all feedback markers that I'm moving in the right direction. But the other thing that I can still feel that my body is healing from is the inflammation and stress, okay? It's still pretty stressed out with um, – training. So I'm trying to, again, incorporate at least two rest days a week. It's been easier with um, the COVID-19 because I am able to work out from home. So naturally that's going to be a deload for my body and it's going to be a nice little reset, but it's been, let's see. I stopped my prep at the middle of August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, March. Yeah. So it's been about seven months. So technically your reverse is going to take the amount of time that you've dieted, or it can take more than that. So I would say I'm probably not going to feel totally myself until August. And I know that sounds crazy to some of you guys listening to this at the end of March. So it's probably going to take until August for me to feel normal again. And that's okay. All right. I'm actually really excited to feel better again. And again, I want you guys to really take your own notes, okay, take out a piece of paper and write down how you're feeling in your diet. Do you feel not motivated? Do you feel tired all the time? Do you feel like you're not making any progress? I'll be honest with you guys, although I've gained some weight, I'm also noticing the most muscle mass in my lower body, the most amount of muscle mass in my back and my shoulders. And that's only because I've been eating, okay, eating food and eating enough calories is going to help build that muscle tissue. That's not going to happen through dieting every single day, and also just scaling back the cardio and putting that main focus on my resistance training. So I hope that you all um, apply some of this for yourself. Again, if you are doing that two hours of cardio a day, even an hour of cardio a day, is it really worth it? Is it really worth all that time and energy to look the same, to possibly slow down your metabolism, to possibly throw your hormones out of whack? to still not be happy with your progress. You have to train smarter. Don't train harder, okay? It's not because you aren't dieting hard enough. It's not because that you aren't training hard enough. I get you. I hear you. You are training hard, okay? But you're doing too much, and the body needs to relax. And the only way it can do that is by taking a step away and trying something new. And I'm not saying go cold cold turkey don't go from doing an hour of cardio a day down to zero minutes don't do that bad idea but slowly decrease it all right Your exercising if you're doing it to that degree is a little bit of a obsession and you're a little addicted to it too so you need to take that hour of cardio a day down to 40 minutes a day and then down to 30 minutes a day and then down to 20 minutes a day And you can have some cardio in, but there's no need for you to do, I would say, more than an hour of cardio a week or even two hours of cardio a week, and that's pushing it. Um, You need to, again, if your goal is to build that muscle, have that shape to your body, focus on your resistance training, eat your food, and watch before your eyes. You're going to build some glutes. You're going to build some shoulders. You're going to have a super strong metabolism, and you're going to be happy, and you're going to be strong, and you're going to just feel good. Okay, so I got I wow, I'm like all over all over the place in my podcast today, as I'm doing a live at the same time. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, beyond the bikini radio is a free podcast. But the only way that we grow on here is through ratings and reviews. So I'd love if you guys could give this episode a rating and review. And then, if you really enjoyed this episode, make sure you screenshot it and share it on your story on Instagram. Don't forget to tag me at Nicole Fairy Fitness. And I hope that you guys apply this for yourself and start to see improvements. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals.